Holiday commercials advertising everything from turkey to pumpkin pie all show happy families sitting around a perfectly decorated table, surrounded by beautifully prepared food, with everyone smiling and laughing with feelings of thankfulness. But that perfect holiday setting may be far from reality for some. When families get together for Thanksgiving and Christmas, feelings of unforgiveness can crop up, especially once everyone gathers around the holiday table. The people we are closest to can often be the most difficult to forgive. The more we love someone, the deeper the hurt can be. Join me as I share why I feel building a culture of forgiveness is so important to our family legacy. Families can rise and fall based on how well they handle conflict and hurt. Without the tools of forgiveness, bitterness can destroy families. I'd like to share with you six obstacles that work against forgiving family members as a holiday approaches. Number one, decision-making skills can be compromised by hurt feelings. When we feel hurt, betrayed, or abandoned, we allow our emotions to make our decisions for us rather than relying on facts and logic. Therefore, we often are unable to make the necessary and conscious decisions to forgive because of our emotions. They get in the way. Number two is we're addicted to comfort, negative feelings, and conflict avoidance. We've clung to hurtful feelings towards certain family members for so long that we're addicted to the comfort and the stability of them. Hanging on to these hurts like an old friend. Number three, we are me-centered entitled rather than God-centered and humble. Jesus would never sit around the Thanksgiving table with his arms crossed and a sour look on his face because of his past hurts, would he? Definitely not. When we struggle with unforgiveness, we focus on ourselves instead of the plans God has for our hearts. Number four, we believe the myths about forgiveness. People have many misconceptions about what forgiveness means and why it implies to them. For example, forgiveness does not necessarily mean forgetting. Forgiving doesn't let the offender off the hook. Forgiving doesn't mean never bringing up the past. Forgiveness doesn't always require reconciling the relationship. Forgiveness isn't always asked for. And forgiveness isn't always easy. Number five, a lack of patience and self-control keeps us from forgiving. If we push away the fruits of the Spirit found in Galatians 5.22, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and my favorite, self-control, we will never have the capacity to offer true forgiveness. And number six, we forget how we have wronged others and also deserve punishment. How easy it is for us to forget that forgiveness is a two-way street. All of us have been forgiven in our lifetimes and have been offered undeserved grace, most importantly by Jesus Christ, our Savior. We must extend the same grace to those who have wronged us. Sometimes it may seem that these obstacles to forgiveness are insurmountable, but it's important to understand that unforgiveness is actually also an obstacle to joy, peace, and healthy relationships and interactions as we gather for the holidays. Forgiveness will not automatically make any family or any relationship perfect, but it will free the forgiver from the prison of bitterness that so often prevents us from fully enjoying our families. 
The only way to break the cycle of bitterness is to build a culture of forgiveness in our own lives. It's a lesson worth remembering during the holiday season. Bitterness has taken root in so many families, and it will come out this year when they gather for Thanksgiving and Christmas, even though the most powerful model of forgiveness I know was born on the very first Christmas day long ago. I recently heard a story about a family that had some uh, family members who didn't want to show up for Thanksgiving because of their political differences. One of them said, I can't believe you voted for whoever, and I can't believe you won't get vaccinated. You, you get the drift. Meanwhile, our children are watching us and learning to either forgive or be bitter. People used to agree to disagree, but now they're more likely to say, if you don't believe the way I believe, I can't have a relationship with you anymore. In this culture, it's vital to protect your family and yourself by building that culture of forgiveness around you. Here are some tips about how to do that. Ask God to forgive you. The most bitter people I know are the ones who have never received forgiveness themselves. Have you ever wondered why God is so willing to forgive us even when he knows we're going to probably do the same thing again. God forgives us through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus. To withhold forgiveness from someone after Jesus died on the cross would be saying his death on the cross was not enough for you to be forgiven. He took the penalty that you deserved and placed it on himself. You can pull out the weeds of bitterness before they root by forgiving people right away. I hear some people say, well, I'm not ready to forgive this person right now. I've even said that, often because I want that person who hurt me to apologize. If you do that, you're putting the healing you need in the hands of the person who has hurt you the most. Choose to forgive everyone who has hurt you. Jesus not only died for your sins, he died for everyone else's sins too. So when others commit offenses against us, Jesus has already forgiven them. Shouldn't you be able to do the same? You shouldn't have to be in a forgiving mood. God is asking you to forgive them right away, which will keep the seeds of bitterness from taking root in you. Many families suffer in relationships not because they don't want to love each other, but because they don't know how to forgive each other when the hurt does come. Another way is to teach your kids about forgiveness by asking for it. You are responsible for teaching your kids to humble themselves when they're wrong. The fastest way to make sure that bitterness doesn't take root between you is to ask them, is there anything I've done that hurt you that I haven't asked you for forgiveness for? That question will open the door of trust that not only repairs the hurt that you may have caused them, but it also teaches them how to humble themselves when they make mistakes. Remember that you are sowing seeds of humility and forgiveness that not just your children, but your grandchildren will learn from your children one day. Bless your enemies and teach your kids to do the same. The next time someone tries to draw you into political, social, or a religious debate, focus on something that you admire or love about that person and tell them about it. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't enter into the arena to fight for our truth, but you must do it without anger and superiority that so many people are modeling to their children. 
Jesus called you and me to bless those who curse us. So let's honor him this holiday season by building a culture of forgiveness in our own lives. Thank you for listening today. For more information, check out upcoming Fireside Conversations and more information on my guests by clicking on my website at debbollinger.com. Be sure to join me Fireside next week as we dive into more of the refining process and how others' lives change as a result of their walk through the refining fires.